In that case, there's one thing we got to talk about, and it's uh, the UK CMA saying no to the acquisition, which is interesting. <laughs> which acquisition, yeah. Greg? The the Microsoft Activision one. There you go. Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard King. Um, the one that I was hoping today would be the last day we had to talk about it, but in reverse. And instead, it is not. It is... Because obviously they're gonna they're gonna you know appeal it or whatever, but like yeah, apparently cloud gaming is uh that, that was their big hangup is uh I think they said like Microsoft's like sixty percent market share for cloud gaming if you treat it as its own space in the United Kingdom, and so they're basically like even with the agreements, uh, which for those who don't know, obviously this has been going on a very long time. Uh, the CMA was like, here are our problems with it, blah, blah, blah. Microsoft's like, well, here's some things that we're going to do to help alleviate those concerns. One of those, some of those being they entered into 10-year uh, like binding agreements with uh, NVIDIA, uh, who does GeForce Now, um, Boosteroid, and some other you know people who operate cloud gaming streaming services, among other things, uh, to guarantee to bring at least Activision Blizzard games to those, if not all Xbox games to those. Um, and so apparently even with those 10-year agreements, uh, the CMA was not satisfied. And they said, N-O. And so I'm sad because I'm going to have to buy Diablo 4 now. And like, I don't want to <laughs> buy Diablo 4. I mean... We're always going to buy Diablo 4. There's no I, way it was going to be free. I mean, if it went through, it would have been on Game Pass, I'm pretty sure. Right. Eventually. Like, I don't think on launch, though. There's just no reason, right? Like, they clearly, it's built up so much hype. Like, it's going to make so much money on launch. Like, why all of a sudden do the rug pull and be like, we're actually not going to take your millions of dollars for our game? I mean, it wasn't going to do that with Starfield, though. Right. Like, they, I mean, they do it because it definitely would have been more. Subscription. Like, um, they, they will definitely add in. That is a surprisingly smart move. Because, I mean,. They're exactly right. Like those agreements don't do anything for their problem, and also the problem is what I think Xbox and so many intelligent people in the industry have been saying forever. Right? Like they want to be the next, they want to be the Netflix of cloud gaming, but they want to do it better and with more money. I.e., like be better able to prevent competitors from coming into the space for longer, which they've I, clearly I, been I successful. I was going to say, I saw someone online say that you know they've pitched that for a while. They're like, oh yeah, we want to be the Netflix of gaming, right? With with Game Pass. And someone is like, no, 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 no. They want to be the like ten years ago Comcast. Fuck you. We're your only choice of gaming, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, okay, that's the yeah. There's there's some uh, there's some truth there, right? Like, and yeah, I mean, ten year agreements are better than nothing. But like, I mean, they're they're in it for the long haul, obviously, right? Like, you know that those ten years come up, and it's like, oh, sorry, all of these favorite things are now only available both on our platform, whether that be you know physical hardware you own or you know streaming it from our data centers right like they can wait 10 years to be the comcast of of gaming <laughs> uh i mean no it's it's totally valid i mean it's just kind of interesting because like you know as a whole like it, it's interesting a to think of cloud gaming as an entirely separate market as opposed to just like part of the overall video game market right because if you think about it as part of the overall video game market it's fucking pennies like it doesn't matter at all right like it's just like, this is a silly thing to hold it up on in that case. But so it's like, okay, think about it. So I think that's fine. And then, yeah, it's still just like, it's so early on that it's like, A, the best time to prevent a monopoly from happening is before it's happened, right? Like, um, and so they're like totally right in that regard. But also it could just end up being that, again, 10 years later, it's like nobody is streaming games or like, which I don't think is likely. I think obviously that market's going to keep growing. I don't think it'll grow faster than the overall games market, though, which is interesting. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to buy Diablo 4. It's the moral of the story. Are you still going to buy it? Are you both going to buy it on launch day or are you going to wait a couple of days? It depends uh, on we'll what else I'm doing around that time. Very if true. I'm busy with something else, I'll probably wait. But if I'm in like a like deprived of engagement, mood then i'll yeah. probably buy it immediately i get that a lot I'll like i'm wait, so much more willing to pull the trigger when it's like i don't really have any other games like i'll just take a risk yeah that's that's right on the money for me as well right like if i'm still like deep in borderlands or it, it'll have to be borderlands i think because like 
So the new maybe WoW, but like probably not because so the new it's WoW expan- or patch drops in a week, and then the raid unlocks a week after that, which is still I think a month before Diablo Four releases, if my mat dates are correct, and they might not be, but I think it's a month before the Diablo Four releases, and so like more than likely at that point, a month from the raid dropping, I will be back into the. I only get on for raid night and nothing else. So, like, I don't think WoW will be stealing my attention at that point. I think it would have to be probably, like, Borderlands uh, 3. And, yeah, if if I'm not, like, super engaged in that, I'm probably going to end up buying it day one and taking the day off work and no-lifing the ever-living shit out of it. So, because that's it's it's always... Actually, I won't, because the servers are going to be shit on launch day. They're going to be so bad. why I am going to, like, I will, no matter what, wait at least two days, because I'm really curious how the launch goes. Like, I, I have zero faith in the, in the it will be good at some point, but I have no faith that it will be good in the first week. So they're doing another open beta, and they actually explicitly titled this one, I don't know, Server Servers. Slam. Yeah, okay, I, I knew it wasn't Fuck Our Servers, but like. Wait, what's it called? <laughs> Server Slam. Uh, Yeah. It's mid-May is when they're doing it. So yeah, hopefully um, that that will hopefully be a good sign of how, uh, you know, how good the actual launch will be. Is if that's stable, then I'd have faith that the actual launch would be stable. But if that's not, then like, oh, fuck, no, they're not. They're probably not fixing those problems in time. Um, What's interesting is I know that like, you know, obviously like so much goes into the launch of a game like this. and. Like, they are probably, I can't remember who their cloud provider is. I'm pretty sure their cloud provider is Google, I think, actually. Which, disclosure, I do work for Google, but I don't have any inside information. I'm literally just going off of, like, public stuff. Um, Which is why I'm not sure. I think. I think their cloud provider is Google. Um, And, like, I suspect they're probably, like, in the process of, like, you know, pre-requisitioning, like, a bunch of, you know, like, basically, basically, like, I'm pretty sure they've told them it's, like, hey, we're going to launch this game on this day. And so, like, we're going to need literally, you know, gobbles and gobbles of machines available, you know, to, to run this game on this day. Um, and, like, they're probably obviously already planning for that, like, making sure that, like, they have that, like, pre-allocated and stuff like that, which is, I don't know, that'd be fun. I would enjoy that, I think. Uh, well, that's because it's basically kind of my job anyways, but not in video games. And so if I could just do that, but for video games and, like, you know, be responsible for like making sure that, yeah, there's enough VMs and things are going to work right. I think would be super fun. Okay, I turned on my light. It was dark in here. It's still dark uh, on our yeah. screen because you have an entirely black background. <laughs> yeah, I Anyways, also uh, just... go ahead, Peg. Just, go I ahead. was just going to keep railing on launch. I have no faith in any company to have like a successful launch week anymore. I know it's you don't really the have state to. of the the industry is is kind of shitty about that now. Yeah. Everybody's just so used to it, and they don't care. They just want the game as fast as possible, and it's, <laughs> the process is only getting slower. So they're only like they're just increasingly willing for it to be un- less and less polished when they first get it. Um, well, I kind of feel like so people have very mixed feelings about this. So it's actually it'll be interesting to see what you guys think about this. So I think Diablo Four is doing the thing that uh, many other games have done at this point, where if you buy the hundred dollar edition or whatever, um, you get to play it what, four days early, I think. I think it probably comes out technically on a Monday, and, like, if you do it four days, mm-hmm. if you buy the $100 one, you get to play it on, like, Thursday or Friday, I think, is normally how it works out. Um, and I wonder if doing that... I mean, they're just doing that to upsell the $100 edition, right? Like, $100. Oh, for sure. what they're, just like, they're just like, give us money, please, right? But, like, I bet it does actually have the coincidental side effect of spreading out the load, and like potentially making you know launch more stable. Um, it hundred percent does. Is there also like just another wave of like early people who are going to help you see issues and iron them out? Yeah, so for sure. I am a hundred percent because we talked about it before, but like in very short, you know, even as big as the gaming industry is, it is by and large underfunded for the amount of money that goes into making these games. So however they want to squeeze a little bit, like that's such a minimal thing to get in exchange for, you know, more like 40% of, oh, what is it, almost double the price of what the game is base. Like, that's fine. You can have that in the sticker book. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, um, 
you know, I was, I was opening up the Battle.net launcher right now to go, like, look at what the actual additions are and, like, what the actual dates were. Like, if it was actually, like, four days or, or whatever, you know, Thursday to Monday, basically. Um, and I just, like, saw Diablo Immortal there. I was like, maybe I'll just play Diablo Immortal on launch day. <laughs> You're a madman. Hey, I'm not, I, those I, servers I I'm will not, not be busy. You will I, be I able to play. So it is four days early. Um, I can't see the actual dates yet, but anyways, yeah. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah, they did it on 6-6 because they're, they're funny boys. Um, so 6-6, June 6 is a Tuesday. So, yeah, four days early is the Friday, right? Like, it's Friday, June 2nd. So, yeah, exactly what I thought. Um, which, man, it's going to be so good. I'm very excited for this game. And, yeah, still just very disappointed I'm going to have to pay for it. What else? Also, what I'm very disappointed if I will have to pay for it in the future is I, I texted you this packet. You know, like I would like there's a lot of things in, you know, I feel like with this this ABK acquisition, a lot of focus has been spent on Call of Duty, obviously, as part of Activision. And then from, you know, Blizzard, obviously, there's like Diablo and Overwatch and WoW and stuff like that. Right. Um, and then like a little bit of like, oh, hey, but really they want King because King just prints money. And then obviously there's the whole like CMA is actually concerned about cloud gaming. Anyways, what I actually also think would be great. And so I'm kind of sad isn't I mean, if it doesn't happen, then I will be sad about is like some of the like older properties that like haven't like Spyro and Crash, for example. Right. Like it would be great to like uh you know, get the Spyro Reignited trilogy and the Crash Insane. I don't remember the name of it, but like the you know the the all in one Crash thingy, um, as well as like Crash Four um, on Game Pass. Like those would have been great. And then also for me specifically, like I would love it if Warcraft Three Reforged was was on there because we've as we talked about in our like uh, you know user generated content episode, loved me some custom games in Warcraft Three. Um, but I was like very upset that, you know, Reforged replaced the original one. So like, you can't even really play the original one anymore. You have to buy Reforged and like, I don't really want to give them $30 for that. When all reviews say it's kind of a, you know, mediocre job of it altogether. Damn. And I just looked it up. It never goes on sale either. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, it's like, that's the thing is like, because I think they they just had the spring sale and I don't think it was there. And like. If it was, I don't know, like, put it on stuff for, like, five bucks or something. I'd give them five bucks for Warcraft 3 Reforged. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, it should, or at least 20. Like, it's 30 normally. I'm looking at it. Since it came out, it has been a very consistent $30. It has never dipped below that. I would do, I would do 15. I would do a month of WoW. I, I would do a month of WoW for, for, I would, I would go buy, buy a WoW token with all my gold. And then buy Warcraft 3 Reforged is what I would do. Um, I would love to see the player numbers for Warcraft 3 Reforged. <laughs> it's got to be low. I I understand why things don't do that. But like, I wish all these networks and things did that, right? Like, I love Steam charts. Like, I love the fact that Steam shows you like active players and like peak and like, you know, trends. And I really wish... You know, PlayStation did that and Xbox did that and, you know, Battleman Epic Games did that. Like, I love that information from Steam and I wish other people would do that. Although, like, I kind of get why they don't, because I feel like it's a really easy way to, you know, create a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like, oh, this game only has a thousand people playing. It must be dead, so I'm not going to play it. And then, you know. That type thing. Like your average gamer is going to go look it up and like let that at least, you know, people don't do that with Steam, right? People play it and buy little shitty games with 50 people who play them all the time. Reddit but it does. Reddit has a boner for Steam. But I think charts, it's that it'll and like, this is a drive, dead like, game. online discussion like every time. I yeah. think it'll like make the, it'll change narratives very, very quickly. Um, I think it's semi important for like investors because I think games all the time just can very blatantly misrepresent their player numbers in a way. and like it used to not matter and for small games and like steam games and shit like that it really doesn't matter all that much they're not asking for a lot of independent funding like companies like riot and blizzard and shit like that being able to misrepresent their player numbers except when audited is uh pretty sketchy with the millions and millions of dollars they play with that's true and i was gonna say obviously like when it comes down to it like you know if it comes down to it the 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 number will have to come 
out for one reason or another, right? But yeah, no, like yeah. it's very common in uh exactly what you were talking about, like with investors, right? Like even quarterly reports, for example, they do everything possible to mask the numbers by like lumping it in with other stuff or like giving some other representation of it as opposed to just like we have x million people playing our game monthly right like you know they they never come out and say like for each month they really love to give like pretty big ranges it's like we range from here to here over this like three to six month time period it's like cool (laughs) we have no real gauge for how many people actually were playing like because if you're showing your peak and your lowest point you can just draw so many conclusions but i don't know I also will say, all that being said, I really just want Riot to publish their player numbers consistently, so when it goes down, I can shit-talk people about it. <laughs> That's all I mean, I League sucks. I would hope it goes down, but I don't think it does. I think I think their player numbers are still going up. I don't understand. Uh, I, no, I truly don't. But, like, no, they're, dude, I'm pretty sure they're still going oh, up. Let me look it like, up. I mean, I'm sure there's still multiple. It's gross. It's, 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 it's gross. Like, I, I, I have encountered people in real life that started playing League of Legends within the past year. And like... Aw, oh, what the fuck? I mean, to be... No, to be fair, I cannot believe I'm going to say <laughs> Average this. Average 170 million users a month. There's no way. Oh, 152 mama million. That's so many. <laughs> Man. That's so many, yeah. There's so many well, better a... games. Dude, I looked at... Oh, this is disgusting. Sorry, go oh, ahead. Here, here's what I was going to say, though. What is a better MOBA that is actually developed? Uh, not one that I like, but you can always say Dota 2 or... I... Yeah, just Dota 2. Yeah, but that's the thing is, I actually think Dota 2 is worse than League. Like, I cannot believe I'm going to... I'm saying that, but like, at least when I played it, and to be fair, it's been a long time since I played it, but like, they're just vastly different games, or at least, again, they were at the time, um, both in terms of like, casualness and like, time commitment, like... Dota games used to regularly take over an hour a game. That that ain't fucking no ain't nobody got time for that. You know, like fuck that shit. And like League, at least they end within like thirty minutes normally, right? Like, and so I, I honest to God, like I think League is a trash game. But also, like, if someone were to say, "What's the best MOBA out there that has a development team of more than five engineers on it?" I think League of Legends is the answer, which is really sad. Oh, it's so sad. I think what's really <laughs> impressive me about League is like everybody knows the people with League where like it's retained players at such a crazy rate. Everybody knows someone who's been playing League for fucking years and years. <laughs> at least if you're like in the gaming space. Like everybody knows those people who like have been playing League of Legends forever and all they play is League. Um, and they play it very, very actively that whole time. Like it's yep. It's insanity. And yeah, they still are bringing people in. They've learned to make hot anime characters as their champions and people will like them and come and play and them. And they got they got a banging OST. Like they have Arcane some is good. Really dank music. Like that's true, Arcane. I, I bet Arcane brought so many people to league. Like I, I bet that show yeah, like straight up. God, there's so, there's so many funny memes about it, but there's the one it was like, imagine watching the emotional climax um, with Jinx and all that, <laughs> and then going into lane with your Jinx, and some like easy-to-play champion farms, you, you go 0-10 while someone's telling you to kill yourself in all chat. <laughs> it's just such, such a fucking hard pivot from this amazing show <laughs> to this absolutely day-ruining experience of a game. Uh, God damn. I, uh, I wish... I, I so I wonder if League would be as awful as it is for me personally at this point if Steven had never played on my account. And oh, I think about ultimately, that too. <laughs> like, is it just I, I want to know how long their MML MMR lasts, right? Like, I feel like if I was making a game and an account hadn't been touched or hadn't played a game in six months, I would start steadily dropping the MMR of the account. No, no, no. Right? They, League of Legends has uh, made this. They've reset. Not only do they reset your MMR each season, like our accounts would have been reset many, many times over because they reset it each season. Like, do they? Okay, but do they reset your rank or do they reset your MMR? And are they those different or are those the same thing? They oh, are okay. different. They, I think they reset both, but they reset both periodically, but they reset your MMR with frequency. 
Well, because I know that they definitely reset your rank, right? Like every time yeah. there's a new whatever thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe I just suck then and maybe I just shouldn't play with them. It, that's also the other thing is I just shouldn't play with those people. I it is 100% the people you're playing with. You're playing with people who in any given season have like hundreds of hours of playtime. Like it's going to be an unpleasant experience. Plus it's a terrible game and it's just bad. It's just a badly made game. I, like, I still maintain the opinion. I will shit on it ruthlessly. Um, I do not understand how they played it as much as they have. I think it is, in a very basic sense, a well-made game. It is just simply not fun. It, like, I've played so much of it, and I've had so little fun. And most of my fun has been, like, it is a um, some zero version of fun, where I am just, like, making someone else's day worse, and my day is getting better. Like, it, you're bullying a player in the game, or you're, like, making fun of people in all chat. That is the moments that I think of that I really enjoyed in League of Legends. It is never, like... Oh my god, that series of abilities was really cool. I would agree that, at least with the second part of that, but I also would not agree that it's a well-made game. I actually don't think it's a well-made game. Like, if I if I just... And maybe it's gotten better, but do you remember, like, even just their launcher, like, when we were in high school, was, like, Adobe Flash or Adobe Air uh, or some yeah, shit? Yeah. Like, some like I, I'm not convinced that, like, that's the, you know pristine example of of quality you know of code over there right like and maybe i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe it's gotten better but in my experience spaghetti tends to get more spaghetti-er not less spaghetti-er and so uh they've definitely done some big reworks they still had notable like insane issues at least i've seen a couple where like an e esports setting, like people couldn't properly buy or sell items, um, and then oh, that's I know an esports thing too. I know the launcher and then their like grouping has had issues for a long time, but I think it's better now. I don't know. I think they've done well. At least I based a lot off of playing like what three years ago now, um, for a brief period of time where I was like convinced I was going to get back into it, and then ultimately it wasn't even three years ago. It was like a year and a half ago. No, it was way longer than that. I was still in the Kentucky Avenue house when I tried this. Oh, which for me is two maybe there's another time where you just told yourself again that you were going to do it and you played a single game. And then I told myself I would do it too. No, you then tried to sucker like me into playing. Games. I, since that time, mm. like I don't even pretend like I occasionally will make the joke to them that it is like time for my yearly game. But privately, I've more or less sworn off of playing ever again. Because it was like, I really want, it's the first time in such a long time where I was like, all right, I'm genuinely, I'm going to try and get into this game. It'll be a good time. I'm gonna watch some videos. I'm gonna like focus on the games, and we'll see what ha- like play some on my own. See what happens. Fucking it's just, miserable. You're right though. It's just, it's just it's just not fun. Like it's just it's just straight up not fun. Like just I zero, don't zero dopamine. The, the, the crazy brain. thing is, I we you know you listen to our friends play it, and I don't think they're having fun either. I don't understand. It. Like I, I do not like they maybe have fun one out of every like five games, and I'm like mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. Like, if I go play Heroes, I go have fun, like, four out of every five games. Like, that's a fun game. It's fun to try in that game. The only time they have, at least I can tell when people have fun in League, is when they're just, like, fucking around, they're not trying to win. Like, I think you can genuinely... Eh, that's the mark of a good game, right? Like, you try hard at it to win and enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy the experience. Like, that, it's not a miserable slog. But that's I have that complaint about, like, all MMOs. I think um, Heroes is the one that solved it. Like, I think laning in all MOBAs, when you have to really focus on what the creeps are doing, is miserable. And it just completely detracts from the game. Yeah, I mean, the forced objectives to, like, yeah. make you do... Like, to break up the the monotony of laning phase in, in Heroes, I think, helps a ton. That, and combined with, like, there's no such thing as, I need to stay in my lane to, to farm gold to get an exactly. item. And so, like, I, I'm not going to play the game for 20 minutes, guys. I'll see you in 20 minutes. You know, so right? Like, that doesn't like... exist min max the gold getting from the actual minions themselves like you don't have to really allocate all that much focus you can spend so much more focus on what's going on with on the map and what's going on with other players and yeah it just really shows i think many games i feel like pokemon unite is that way too (laughs) i was gonna say actually i feel like actually pokemon unite if someone were to ask me what mobile i should play right now i'd probably tell them pokemon unite that's that's actually i know right Maybe because like I feel like this is a space that (laughs) uh, to be fair, that's basically right as well, right? Like 
they're an American company, but like, are they really an American company? Like, eh, not really. Um, I mean, I think they're based in California, but again, like, I'm pretty sure they're like majority owned by Tencent, which I'm going to, I'm going to look this up before I spew any more bullshit and rise. Also, I just like Um, to make fun of Pokemon Unite's presentation because it's the mobiliest game like that that I've played in a minute. It's so mobile game. feels like it's begging for my credit card information. Oh, no, I, I, I was basically correct in my statement. Apparently, Tencent used to only own part of Riot Games, oh, and yeah. then they now own 100% of Riot Games. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's some, uh, which is, and that makes sense why they have the Mobile League that is basically the same thing as all the other Tencent Mobile League games, because, yeah, they're that. Which, like, there's so many, it feels like somebody should be able to have a MOBA that competes with League of Legends that's not, that competes with League of Legends and Dota 2 that, like, is successful. They and do. it's sad that this You know the biggest exist. one in the world is not any of the ones that we've talked about. It, it's not Wild Rift either. It's some, let me look it up. It's some random mobile game. But I, it's not. I, mean, I was going to say, is it the one on the phone? And it's the one that's made yeah. by Tencent. And it's the one that Wild Rift is literally that, but with League of Legends characters. Like, exact same like game, Tencent? but, like, League of Legends characters instead. I heard its name once. It's not MOBA. Oh, it's not loud. There's actually a... Um, I saw a clip of a, a MOBA recently that was interesting. It was... Um, we've kind of talked a little bit about this in the past, but uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the game. Um, someone is building a MOBA on... I think on, like, GameStop's NFT blockchain. So, like, I guess the idea is if you, like, unlock a character there, you could sell it to someone else. Um, And then same thing for a skin, right? Like, if you unlock a skin in the game, you could sell the skin to someone else, theoretically, I think. Um, And the gameplay actually looked, like, kind of decent. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And so it'll be interesting to see if that actually goes anywhere. Um, What is the name of this game called? I, I type in NFT MOBA and League of Ancients comes up, but I don't think it was this. Eh. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? I'm sure there are multiple. Yeah, it turns out there are multiple. can't imagine how you would have NFTs work in that system. Unless they're just a bunch that were the same. They weren't unique. I don't know. I think it's called Evermoon. And apparently it wasn't GameStop. But, um, yeah, I don't know. If anyone's interested, Evermoon is the name of the game. Um, Looks kind of interesting. Please don't buy NFTs. Yeah, please don't. Please, please, please don't. They they murder our environment for no reason. Um, everything you can do with an NFT, you can do with a traditional database, and then some. Um, anyways, we've talked about a bunch of random things, and James has been mostly quiet. James, is there anything that's been on your mind today or this week that you want to talk about? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were just talking about MOBAs, and I have almost zero, like, experience with MOBAs. There's a lot of game genres that I'm not a fan of that I have some experience with, but MOBAs is one of the few that I can say I have almost zero. That's um, a good thing. Yeah, I just... Sounds like we should all go play Heroes of the Storm, and we no, should introduce James to a good no. one. Man, that'd be such a miserable experience to be introduced I with just, the two of us. I just don't love competitive things. Like, I was talking to my friend, our friend William, earlier, and we were talking about Age of Empires 2, and William's always been more on the competitive angle of, like, strategy games, and I think, like, focusing on build orders and timing and all that stuff, and strategy games are like any kind of game, just to me personally, I'm not saying it's wrong, but to me personally, it sucks so much enjoyment out of it, so. One fucking hundo. I think especially that, right, like, where it's, oh, hey, let's find out what we have um, researched to be the optimal way to play this game and what is the yeah. exact meta. Like, It's like, at that point, why are there other options? You're just basically doing a step-by-step guide and there's, I don't know, I just think it takes away a lot of like what games can offer. Now, if like a game is obviously well, meant to be that from the get-go, like that's different. And like I've played Counter-Strike and like Rainbow Six Siege and stuff. It's not like competitively, competitively, but like, you know, doing like the the ranked or whatever and like that's different because in that mindset you're already there for it but i think if you're playing a game where that's not the mindset going in and the other person is doing it with that mindset i'm like oh i I don't even want to do this anymore (laughs) like nothing against you personally but i do not want to do this no i i 100 agree and like going back to heroes that was why 
Packy, I would say, if I had to guess, 98% of our games played would have been in quick match. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. It, it's more like, than 98. It's, it's got to be more. Because <laughs> we probably well, played. Uh, there's there's a ram and there's brawls and stuff like that. Oh, right? but okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure 98% of our time would have been in quick match, which. Uh, was just like as opposed to ranked. Like, we probably played less than 100 ranked games total. Which, which the reason, one of the many reasons why we like that, James, is. One of the things Heroes did that I thought was really nice was they, um, you you pick who you want to play in advance, mm-hmm. right? Like you just you you pick. You know, I'm playing this character, and you join the queue, and then you get put in a game, and that was quick match, and it was fucking great because you could play whoever you wanted, whenever you wanted, all the time. Yeah. There's no like bullshit like picking a thing and like, and so like you'd end up with like stupid fucking games, or it'd be like <laughs> two healers on each team or something, and like <laughs> yeah, it'd be completely imbalanced or whatever, and it'd just be like unbelievably ridiculous and that was why it's fun it's right? always like, the same because in all games right. like this it's just like all right who's the big damage dealers all right we got a full team of those nobody with yeah, utility you know, nobody with healing, no, nobody yeah, with no, no tanks no ccs and it's just like okay well as soon as they hit us with a stun we're all dead guys like <laughs> all right where's the one guy out of all these damage dealers who has a really good ability against other damage dealers oh gg's all iraq is home but yeah so i told i totally get what you're saying though james i mean that was like you know, in our friend group, it was for me. It was Smash, right? Like they they made Smash not fun. <laughs> Man, did we squeeze the fun out of a really fun that's, game? That's me going from my childhood with that genre, like or that franchise specifically, where it was like me and my three brothers, and we would all do like max items on and just have the exactly. most cluster. And to me, that's fucking fun. Pokeballs, it's just funny fucking baseball bats can happen, right? Like it's it's a it's a yeah. story generator, basically. And then getting older and trying to play with, you know, my friend Jacob or William or like people in college and stuff. And it's just like, holy shit. Like, I do not want to play this the way other people are playing it. Who like, ruined it? Really? But I don't who, want who to. Was the ru- who, who was the one, Packy? Who fucking ruined it? Like, who started what? it? Of Smash? Who, who, yeah, in our friend group. Me? Like, who, who Dude, ruined it? It was ruined as far as like. Because I appreciate, I always like to like imagine the image of we joke about it a lot in college where someone would come in and like, oh, you guys are playing Smash! I can't wait to play Congo Jungle with Pokeballs! It's gonna be so fun! No, Final Destination, <laughs> no items. If you don't pay an S tier, you are trash. Always. <laughs> oh my god. We have been playing because like it's always Final Destination. Because Final Destination is like the sweat stage because it has there's just nothing going on. It is just a flat long stage. I hate it. it. Incredibly boring. I was stage. gonna say at least at least they added Omega stages in uh, the most recent one. That I can't remember I was the name. Say, of the at game. least in the old um, ones, they have a fun background graphic to play on this incredibly dull stage because that's all Final Destination had for the longest time. It's just a cool background graphic in all the different games. Um, we've been playing that way since it was probably Steven. Um, because when we played at his house, we never, ever, from the beginning, played any stage that was not Final Destination. Always played Final. We never, we very rarely played with items. It was usually like you'd have. Okay, so it's characters. Steven's fault. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fly to Seattle. <laughs> we all and drove it. I think it's um, getting Omega like, was imagined, definitely driven by Sam. I, I assumed it was everyone was like me and James, whereas like you play it with your your siblings and you just play silly and you have a great time and it's smash bros and it's awesome and you play kirby and you do the which and then the fucking block and then you suck them up with kirby and it's great and you have a great time <laughs> and then i assumed it was yeah literally just one person who's like but hey guys what if we didn't play like that and then it just you know spread like a virus from the one person right because i i imagine i mean what about you packy did you play smash as a kid and if so, did you play yeah, it yeah. the proper way or the I've, stupid, awful way? No, I played the super <laughs> awful way. I, my siblings were so... They've tried it a couple times because we all played it did the same shit as everybody else. And then they just know I kept playing. So they're like, oh, you're pretty good. And like occasionally we'll play when I have it on the laptop or the Switch. And it's like, oh, oh no, you're... This is different now. Like they cannot touch me anymore. Um, I do play both ways. Like I, I, I say all that, but like in college when I didn't play with our friends and with a very specific group of people in college, like I always just would play like goofy characters. We play with items. Like I, it's a fun time. If you just play like a party game instead of playing. Exactly. It super <laughs> it's like, to me, it's I supposed like to be a, a party game. Yeah. Like it what, what it's supposed to be. Why, yeah. Why do like, they have all the items in the goofy stages and characters? If you're not supposed to do that stuff, they were so mad. People played it sweaty, try hard mode. They added tripping 
into brawl like tripping was a direct look at the, <laughs> I forgot the competitive community that. and was like do not play this way it should not be this kind of game it's a goofy party game stop it and then people just got really mad and continued to play the old ones oh my god even though brawl's great like it, it gets shit on all the time specifically because of tripping and because people don't understand how meta knight works but it was such a fun party game again if you just played like a party game but people don't do that i like it both ways i think there are there's a not insignificant number of people who like it both ways, but the people who refuse to play it any other way ruin it for everybody else. The only for sure, only thing I like about playing with super sweaty people is that I'm not that kind of person, so I'll still play like bullshit Kirby or Mario. Oh, Man and then they'll get mad at you. <laughs> and then they get mad, and I'm like, this is really funny because I'm literally you get your just, big stock. <laughs> I'm just doing Kirby with the block down, where he just can smash people by turning into a heavy object, and all of your dozens and hundreds of hours of skills are not countering me and i don't even care that you're mad because this is really funny this is the only way i've been competitive this whole match by doing the dumbest thing and i do not care and then i get the opposite where uh my girlfriend likes the idea of games but like does not play them ever i'm in the process of trying to get her into them but it's you know it's it's hard to get somebody who has no experience at all like didn't even play them as a kid or anything into it just because like they don't even have like the muscle memory to use a controller or anything. Oh, yeah. It's tough, it's, you know? It, it, you um, take it for granted, right? Yeah, like, you exactly. Definitely take it for She's granted. like, it's how do you really even know hard. what's happening on the screen? And I'm like, I don't know. Not that much is happening. Like, I don't know what to say. But um, she'll play Mortal Kombat with me. And, like, I'm not good at Mortal Kombat. I've just played a lot of it over, you know, my 29 years because it's it's a staple, right? And it's also pretty simple if you want it to be pretty simple, right? It's a 2D, like, same plane fighting game um and we'll play mortal Kombat, and she'll just play like one character and do like the classic like little kid thing or like sibling thing where they only do one move the entire time because it's the move they've noticed works which is what i do in like competitive matches with like my friends and then i have to figure out how to deal with that being somebody who's not competitive (laughs) back to her it's really funny she was um she likes to play the joker in the newest mortal Kombat because he has a move where he like kicks a nitrous oxide canister across the map. Oh, so the same move from Injustice. So they literally just <laughs> yes. straight, straight one-to-one yeah, copy of the character. Uh, I see. Okay, fair she enough. Has that she has that. She does. Yes, like, she is. she it knows is. the yeah, combo for round. that, and then she knows the combo for like a spinning hammer move, and she does those continuously the entire time. Uh, my favorite on Joker was uh, there's a thing where he just slams the crowbar into the ground like yep, five she does times that over and over again. That's right. She yep, does do that it's fucking classic. Time. You know, it's just like, da da da, you just do it again. Da da da, it's great. Like, ah, it's so good. That's that's the way to play, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't, Susie sometimes does that in fighting games, but other times she literally just full-blown, like, you know, pinnacle button mashing, paying zero attention to what's being pressed, zero attention to the stick, just, just, hitting things as fast as possible mm. and yeah, why, it, yeah and then it works and then you're like god damn it why is this working this is so frustrating <laughs> that it's working that's why i think played, the old arcade um, games are fun yeah i was gonna say i've played marvel yeah. versus capcom with uh, my friend jacob and jacob is like super into the competitive side of like fighting games like especially like mortal Kombat, um and like um i guess like street fighter and stuff but we played Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom one time, and that was the least technical fighting game I think I've ever played, where it literally, you were so rewarded for just blindly pressing buttons, and he was trying to play it like on a technical level, because that's what he's mm-hmm. used to, and I destroyed him, because <laughs> he didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was at an arcade bar, and they had like a bunch of the old, you know, all these different arcade machines, but especially a bunch of the different 2D fighters. And we we're kind of working our way through them. And the first couple, I was like, all right, well, I'll, like, try to play and like play like a fighting game and, like, think about what I was doing. And I was just watching other people mash buttons. I was like, I can probably mash buttons and know a little bit better of what buttons to mash, and I'll be fine. And lo and behold, all I went from losing most of them to winning, like, almost every single one. That's the thing. You yeah, just you mash buttons, and you're like, okay, while mashing, I realize this one thing does this other thing. And yeah, then you exactly. slowly, you slowly incorporate, like... No. Okay, I'm mashing, I'm mashing, but now I want to do that one thing, so, and I know how to do that type thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think it's that. See, that's how I learn combos. You don't read the combo list. You just press buttons until you figure <laughs> yes. it out naturally. You find the rhythm. And then <laughs> like, maybe check the combo list just to double-check your work, but no, it's got to be organic. Yeah, for sure. Which is probably why I'm sure, not I mean, that... good at fighting. 
Oh, I'm fucking terrible myself. Like I'm atrocious, and yeah, I love them. Like I, yeah, I love them. I, I all of the Nether Realm oh, stuff. So good. Fantastic. Is there going to be an Injustice three? Like, come on, give me an Injustice Maybe. three. That'd be so good. There is. I'm also hoping there's probably going to be a Soul Calibur seven at some point. Actually, is that already announced? There will be. I'm. If it hasn't been, it will surely happen. Yeah, that, that series is never ending. It's more Injustice's only reason to not continue wouldn't be popularity, but more where do they have to go from. Year. Yeah, true. The internet's belief is Soul Calibur 7 will come out one year after Tekken 8. Okay. Doing them in the same year. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because they fair. fight for the same players. Tekken, we'll Tekken 8 was one of the ones. It was I think it's Tekken and Street Fighter that have new games coming out, and they both look insanely... They do. Yeah. They fighting look fighting games have always looked really Both good. Them. them and racing games, right? But yeah. Yeah, true. They've been on another level recently. I'm ready for more Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat will also be crazy. Mortal Kombat. When uh, so so when we when we raid, um, they have you know the Discord bot like a lot of channels do. Um, that'll you know play music or whatever. And I gotta say, nothing hypes you up for a fucking boss better than the Mortal Kombat song, right? Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like someone plays that, and like at the start of the pull, hey, you're just like, I can hit my button so fucking fast! And just like, oh my god, dude, my DPS has never been exactly the same as it was before than with that song. It's so, is, it's do so you ever start fun. when you're playing games on your own? Do you ever like independently start music before like boss attempts or stuff like that? It's just I don't like, think I've done that explicitly, but I should. I do roguelikes enough where, like, I'll usually time a song, or, like, especially the hype songs, right, to, like, start as I'm about to start an attempt so it'll go all the way through. Um, that just made me think of, not, like, super recently, but I was do I, like, <laughs> I had a series where I would start up a song and then I'd die in 10 seconds and I'd restart I'd be like, oh, bad attempt, bad attempt. Restart it, start the song again, die again, instantly restart the song, and then eventually I was like, fuck it, and I just stopped playing the music. Uh, did, you, did you get it when you stopped playing the music that time? Not that session. <laughs> I did get it eventually, nah. but not that session. Nah, I don't think I've explicitly gone out of my way to start a song before a boss attempt, but like I have been, and I think we've touched on this a little bit, but it's gotten even more so since then. If we have, like, I have been more and more appreciating like good soundtracks in games. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I touched on, I told you this the other day, like playing Borderlands 3. Like, I love the soundtrack in Borderlands 3. Like, just like randomly, whether it be sometimes a boss fight, but sometimes it's even just like going to a new area, right? And then just like, I don't know, some like banger comes on and I'm like, and it's not like some like heavy metal or like dubstep banger. It's some like, I don't know, just some really catchy, fun song to listen to while you're blowing people up with ridiculous guns. Like, it's great. I love it. Whoever whoever did the soundtrack for Borderlands 3 did such a fantastic job. Like, um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've been paying more and more attention to that recently. We are spoiled with good scores in all major games. I still think of how like it didn't get that much attention for it, but like Guardians of the Galaxy game, the soundtrack that's, is a that's fucking cheating. absurd. That's just cheating. Like that. That's I can't imagine I, I, how much they spent for that. There was probably a stupid amount of money. Yeah. Like every single one of them were like all-time decade hits that you hear on the radio a lot. Also, like, you know what's sad about that, actually? That means that game's probably not going to be on stores in, like, four years. Because, like, it's... thousand percent, yeah. At least... The licenses are yeah. um, Like, it happens a lot with Forza Horizon. Um, like, I th- think 1, 2, and 3 GTA. are... Like, maybe you can't, you can't purchase them anymore. Um, oh, GTA has the same problem where like they they go off storefronts because yeah, the it license has for the had licensing issues. I know with three before with music where the contracts ran yeah. out. I can't remember if they like stopped selling it or if they just renewed it. Yeah, man, that that would be sad because yeah, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is a it's really great game, right? Like it's just I would we you know I've said it before. I I love nice linear games and yeah, that is a really great linear game that has a fantastic soundtrack for that you huddle and then, you know, some dank ass song from the sixties comes on or whatever. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, hell yeah. Actually, sixties or seventies. I don't know, but seventies. I am really hopeful that I it was awesome, but I also hope that it's a game that is going to be invalidated by its sequel. Cause they just have to do all the same things with a new plot, keep the stakes high and uh, improve the gameplay. 
Yeah. Just a little more in depth, for sure. Exactly. Just felt it just didn't feel good. Clearly systems were there, but like I don't think it was well fleshed out. It was really good the game was as short as it was, because like mm-hmm. combat was getting pretty stale by the end. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, yeah. Um plus I just like short games. Uh you're not speaking of short linear games, have I told you how much I love Rise Son of Rome? <laughs> no. <laughs> not <never>. recently, <laughs> but in general, yes. Well, so I love Rise Son of Rome. And you know what was interesting? I think it Are was Crytek was they're not, Ooh, but don't talk about it then. I think I think Crytek was probing on Twitter as like, would anyone be interested in a sequel or some shit? It's just not gonna happen. But like, no. oh, I'd be so happy. I'd be so. Definitely happy has a cult following, but you are one of an incredibly small group of people that care about that game. <laughs> I feel like it was also probably just it probably cost us like a fair bit of money to make, despite how short it was. Is I think probably the bigger problem. Right, because like I feel like you can release a Roman gladiator-based press X until the thing pops up above the enemy's head, and then press Y to parry it, you know, style game, and have a decent reception and you know, like decent number of enough players to come play it. The the problem is obviously like how much is that game going to cost to make, right? And I suspect it's all that while the being first graphic one was very expensive. Right? Exactly. Right, like, and that's why I feel like the first one was probably very expensive to make. Um, yeah, it was a tech showcase. And it was, I mean, literally, like, probably up until the the Series X, it was still, like, in my top five best-looking games on the last gen of the consoles. And it was a launch title, right? Like, um, which now with current gen, I mean, you know, it's nothing special. We were talking about Tekken 8. Like, that looks incredible. Um, as, as well as, there was another one I saw... Ah, shit, I don't know. I saw another example recently of, like, uh, someone talking about one of the first... Not the first, obviously, but one of the first, um, like, current-gen-only games to, like, truly be built natively, quote-unquote, on, like, Unreal Engine 5.1 using Nanite and stuff, and, like, you looked at some of the screenshots, and it was just like, oh, mama, that is is one pretty-looking game. Um, And so it's nice to see that, like... Because it felt like, obviously, like, you know, you have the like Moore's Law esque thing with graphics, where like it gets it was getting better and better and better and better, and then it feels like obviously like probably eight years ago, like the 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 rate of prettier, you know, more or less flatlined, right? Like mm-hmm. not not entirely flatlined, but like pretty close to it. I feel like about eight eight years ago or so, um, and so it's kind of nice to see that we're getting a a small you know little increase again. But maybe I think I'm it's wrong. I don't know. When do you... more, it was about like getting more pixels and like more detailed and stuff like that. And we really so like that's as far my as the biggest hu- thing. Yeah. You know, like, as far as the human eye goes, like we kind of capped out, right? That was that plateau. And then people were like, well, what else can we improve? It's like, well, let's improve ev- like all the effects and everything around like the environment and stuff like that to add realism in a different, not just like make it look clearer. That's why, like, um, sorry, not to interrupt you. I'm so oh, sorry. Um, I was just going to say like my like top tears for like visuals i'm finishing up um or playing through from when i originally started it when it launched um horizon forbidden west right now which is just amazingly gorgeous like it is such like i gorilla has in my opinion always done a great job the developers ever since killzone 2 where they put out their e3 trailer and everyone's like oh it's gonna be an e3 trailer when the game launches it's gonna look like shit and then killzone 2 looked (laughs) just like the fucking e3 trailer and it was amazing um but like Horizon Forbidden West is yeah. absolutely stunning, um, and it's like decently detailed. But you know, it's the game's focus is not on like dense world or anything because it takes place in a world where there's not a lot of like stuff left over because it's post-apocalyptic. Um, just you know, a gorgeous like environmental version of a post-apocalypse. Um, and then you look at something like obviously Last of Us Two. Naughty Dog literally leads the way in my opinion, and like everything to do with like the detail work of like expression and emotion and then obviously environments too but i still think red dead 2 is the single best overall looking game for the sake of scale because like last of us 2 has a lot of open environments but they are relatively small open environments it's definitely not a open world game um horizon is gorgeous all the way through and i think does a better job of like color work with like it's saturation saturation my bad um and yeah it's 
like super well detailed and like textural work is amazing. But I think Red Dead Two for being as big of it is, as is it as it is um, with like the lighting and clouds and character like animations and obviously anybody that's played that game knows that it's like super well animated because they make you watch all the animations which I love I adore Red Dead 2's commitment to like the more like weight and realism that Rockstar's been kind of pursuing for a while now with their um, games since um, GTA 4 but yeah I, I know it can be polarizing but I think Red Dead 2 overall is the single best in terms of density of like technical improvements. I think you're right on the money there in terms of like, it is that because of scale, right? Because like, yeah, in individual aspects, like I can think of things that do it better, right? Like if you talk about like, you know, you mentioned like emotion and facial stuff, right? Like facial animation um, with Last of Us does a great job. It's like another one I can think of that does a great job too, which like, I actually don't like the game to be entirely honest, but a lot of people do is Hellblade. Right, like, yeah, um, and and Hellblade Two is, I'm pretty sure, going to set the bar for, yeah, like that really close up facial animation and emotion and like realism aspects, right? Um, but it's going to be that's the thing, right? And then like you were talking about, Red Dead Two is like their their characters and their faces are great, and then also look at this entire fucking world; it's also great, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, yeah, you're like, totally right that it's just the scale there. It's all the wildlife is animated and like behaves like wildlife pretty much should, and like there's all the different biomes and weather, and when you're walking through snow, it deforms and all these things. And like Horizon has a lot of that too, but Horizon has very little wildlife compared to something like Red Dead Two, where there is so much just like so much that's just happening in every single scene you look at and it's not a linear experience it's a massive open world so yeah those three games are probably my like top in terms of what you can do with the technology like obviously you see stuff like cyberpunk with all the new rtx whatever and like it looks great but that game's world to me is still so fucking dead like i'm i'm still disappointed from cyberpunk (laughs) i was the most excited of anybody before that game came out and I'm still disappointed. Yeah, it is crazy what Red Dead 2 does with ambiance. Like, they just... Yeah, it's... I agree. Like, all open-world games, you will find parts of it where that world is just going to feel... And even linear games, where parts of the world just feel hollow. And, like, mm-hmm. this is a video game. I'm walking yeah, around in a virtual box. you see the, the edges. Yeah, and then... But, yeah, Red Dead 2, there's just, just always something that, like, makes it feel like it is... You're out in the real Wild Wild West, wherever... Yeah, I... Part of it, you are maybe in. It's so good. It's literally like, as we've talked about previously on like every other episode, I'm such a sucker for detail and like immersion in games. And Red Dead 2 is 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 so far up there for me. It's so, so good. I'm, I'm still surprised. Very hopeful for the next GTA if we ever get another one um, for the same reason. Definitely get I another mean, they, Red Dead because they haven't been able I mean, to milk it. they had the league, right? Yeah, they did, which means, like, I know it's coming, but they're also still milking 5, and specifically GTA Online, like, as hard as they can. I mean, they they abandoned Red Dead Online, which Red Dead Online was that wonderful, expansive, gorgeous world, but multiplayer. And they said, yeah, it's not really worth the effort, and went back to GTA Online, which makes me so sad. It just didn't catch on. I was no, so shocked it, it like, did not work out. I guess it was just because it was predatory from the beginning and people didn't like that. It was. It definitely was. I feel like they took all the like most predatory aspects of GTA Online and had those, like you said, like from the beginning. And I think also Red Dead 2 did not have the same level of broad appeal in terms of gameplay that GTA has. Just because like, obviously it's super well received, but it's still so polarizing in terms of people who like cannot stand all the like you know, long form animations and like body weight and stuff that Red Dead does compared to GTA five, where some of that's there, but definitely not as much. I, um, yeah, I agree. Oh, and I looked it up. If you're curious, uh, Rockstar did officially confirm that, um, GTA six is, so obviously the leak happened and then they had basically no choice to do it, but they could have been like, Oh no, that's old. And we canned it. Right. But no, they, they hundred percent said they're, they're working on GTA six. So, um, and yeah, it'll, it'll be, It'll be hopefully very good. Um, it might, and that might be the thing that gets me to try another Grand Theft Auto game because I don't know. I've I've beaten up a lot of hookers in Grand Theft Auto as a child, and it, it kind of lost its pizzazz to me. Which I find it interesting because like lots of people, I think Packy, you have told said it, and like definitely Matt as well. Like 
you all have talked about like, man, yeah, I just love the campaign and them, you know, like going down to Tony's shop and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, four and five are dude, great I, I just like experiences. I only played five. I've never played any of the previous ones. And it is crazy hearing about what it used to be and how people used to like to fuck around in the open world, which you definitely end up doing. And I have done. Yeah, you can but, but most of the enjoyment is, yeah, just like yeah. doing the story missions. And I was going to say four and five have fantastic um, campaigns. Like they're both super good. Is yeah, four Vice City I, or is Vice City its own game? Or, four is New York. Replay is Nico about. Vice City is its own game. That's old. Yeah, yeah. it's its own game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I was going to say, so like I played a lot of three and Vice City, which are 2001. And oh my God, are they 2001 and 2002? Did they literally come out a year from each other? I can't actually tell. Um, and yeah, I, I played a lot of those. And at that point it was like, spawn in the tank put the turret to face behind you and like you know blast it as hard as you can to basically fly san andreas was was that way too which i never played Um, i never played any of the ones before four interesting so okay maybe maybe they just changed it i I don't know because like i i like three you know three in vice city like i said like I, i played those and it was like okay cool i Especially by the end of Ice City, it's like, okay, so this is the exact same thing as three. Um, you you beat up hookers and you spawn in tanks and you do this. I'm like, okay, I never need to play one of these games again. Yeah. I, I got I got four. everything I need out of my system. That's great. That's interesting though, that like four and five are like you're saying are been very good I was gonna say four yeah. came out when modern games I think took that turn to like the gritty story and gritty realism. Like, you know, like the early, I guess what, too late? The late early 2000s and early like 2010s when like when Call of Duty 4 came out and Call of Duty went from being like, you know, whatever World War Two to being like the super grounded, modern, all brown and beige and tan and white and black like that. There's I mean, that's a trope. That's an established trope of the industry that happened, you know, in that time period. And 4 is definitely part of that. Um, I mean, the story is centered around a Eastern European immigrant who is. I can't remember which exact war, but he fought like he was in one of the wars in Eastern Europe and was like traumatized. And all of the other a lot of the other characters that he interacts with are from the same thing. And they're all fucked up, too. Like four is a very (laughs) dark story with like, you know, GTA like goofiness kind of injected, but not really. It wasn't until um, Ballad of Gay Tony, the second expansion for GTA four, where they brought back the more classic GTA like goofiness. And then with five, they, okay. they did, I, I'd i say maybe like 60%, maybe maybe even just 50-50, like realism slash goofiness, with it being set in the equivalent of um, LA, basically. So I think they found yeah. the good middle ground most people shoot for too. now, which is yeah. like, you're overarching, everybody's doing this now, where like you have a loose overarching narrative that is serious and takes itself seriously and has serious poignant moments. And then you kind of break it up with pace breaking, like fun, silly, like yeah. side stories or stuff For like sure. that. I think you know, five, especially did like between the three characters did a really good job um, of that. Cause four is, it's been a long time since I played through it, but it's, it's from what I remember, it's a very dark game. It's crazy. They pull no, off. Like, at least I liked all three of GTA five's main characters, which I did yeah. not expect to. For sure. They're all great. Franklin, Michael and Trevor are all fantastic. Um, for sure. Well, now, yeah, you guys have gotten me actually excited for six. Like, between my, my experience <laughs> with three and Vice City. Yes, go play five. Go fucking play five. They sell it all the time Meh. on sale. Meh. No, the the real problem really... also is is I see... So it's it's a combination of I have my past experiences, and then I see all the stuff from GTA Online, which is obviously basically... It's just a fork of five, right? Is it like... It, it is... I don't know, actually. Is it is it it's... five... But a standalone game, basically. No. Which one are you talking about? No. GTA Online is the like it's the same map, but I mean it's multiplayer and it's yeah, still the open world. That. You can still do whatever. Um, okay, but it, yeah, it but is, it is the same map, right? As yeah, it's the same, same map, map same five. engine, okay. all that. Yeah. Um, and it it has its own story beats because technically it takes place kind of before. Oh, interesting. I didn't know it had its own story too. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, it's it's kind of loose, but I mean, like a, it, they've added a ton yeah. of story stuff to it. Um, and it takes place originally as a prequel to five, and then I think I think with all the story stuff, it's like kind of runs concurrently with some of five's actual story. Um, 
if you have people to play with, like, it's not bad. It's not great, like, as a solo player, but if you have people to play with and do, like, some of the missions and, like, see more of the content, for sure. Um, and GTA Online is definitely more of the the goofy side of GTA. I was going to say, because, like, that I is... I See, in my mind, I had always thought it was, like, 5 came out, and then this was basically just, like, the online version of 5, right? Like, just the fork of 5, which it sounds like it kind of is, but also, like, with a little bit of its own extra stuff. Um. And so that's the stuff you always see online these days, right? Like whenever you see a clip of yeah. Grand Theft Auto these days, yeah, it's always it hasn't had online. a story expansion. They, they scrapped it <laughs> yeah. to focus on online more because it made more money. And so, you know, and so I see that online. And I'm like, that reminds me of the the days of Three and Vice City, where I'm like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't want to do that. But so, um, okay, maybe maybe I'll get five. No, you should but no, at this point, it's, it's just play. just wait for six. That's such a crazy approach. (laughs) GTA 6 is not coming for such a long time. That's like saying you're not going to play Skyrim, but you're just going to wait for Elder Scrolls, like the next one. Like, you're not 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 getting that game in the next, like, 10 years. Like, it's not coming. I mean, it is, but it's not. Just not on any reasonable time. I think GTA 6 is going to come out before Elder Scrolls 6. Like, I'm. That's crazy. What? I think that's a safe bet. It's a really safe bet, dude. Like actual gameplay footage of six has leaked. You all know what they've shown of <laughs> Elder Scrolls Six. No, GTA Six is definitely Elder Scrolls like, Six. Todd Howard 100%. wants to be the, He wants it to be the game he's always wanted, and he's got to get the technology in there first. They're gonna rewrite that Starfield's game so many not times. even out yet, Packy. We got to get through Starfield. And potentially another Fallout, uh, and then we get Elder Scrolls Six. Think it's more. It's just the fact that like. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Six doesn't have like this big online to fall back on like GTA. It they might, really should just release know. a fucking game. True. You don't know what Six is gonna have. Six could be like Second Life, but Elder Scrolls. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, Todd if Howard's Six a had, if they didn't go full blown like ESO with Six, but they just had like a optional four player co op with Six, like. That'd be fucking cool. I don't know, man. Hey, like, hold on. The Skyrim Together mod is apparently really, really well made. Me and Jacob keep talking about like, trying it. Is so that, but six and native. I didn't even I mean, realize. It's based, anything that's a mod is basically native for Skyrim at this point. <laughs> Let's be I honest. Just fully put it together. It's it's just Elder Scrolls Six. It doesn't even have a name yet. No, they haven't announced it what just, it is yet. Just a lot of people a think number. it's going to be um, either Daggerfall or I guess not even Daggerfall. Um, High Rock, but. No, it does not have a a province assigned or a region assigned to it yet, which is usually what they name the like the game after. So bad for Elder Scrolls sure, fans. I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah, like it just sucks. I'm I wish ready you could for just Starfield. get a crumb. A new Bethesda IP in God knows how long. I'm so here for Starfield. I think it'll be I'm good. Plus, I play Fallout Four. Redfall launches really soon. I play Fallout 4 all the time still. I play Skyrim pretty regularly still. I'm doing I'm doing fine back. Yeah, yeah, September 6th. It's not that long. I still play Oblivion once a year. I need to finally actually go complete. Oh, Oblivion's Fallout so 4. good. Oh, okay, they were going to say. Never mind. No shot Fallout at Oblivion. 4. I'll be Fallout 4's great. Dead ass. I love Fallout 4. But yeah, James, are you going to play Redfall in six days? Um, Because it's on Game Pass, yes. I, That's a good I, way to look at it. I love Arcane. Yeah. Um, huge, huge, huge fan of the three Dishonored games and huge fan of Prey. I bounced off Deathloop so fucking hard, so I'm a little worried about Redfall, so if it was not on Game Pass I probably wouldn't buy it until it was on sale. Um, but with it being on Game Pass, I'll probably play it um, soon after launch day. I, I, I look at vampires. this and I I, I'm, I feel like this is a game that I would have to play with people. Yeah, but and it's got janky hopefully it's co-op stuff. Oh uh, well, yeah, with the like how it how you get your progression. Yeah, I can't you don't remember share was, progression. I remember, which is, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's twenty twenty three. Oh, we week. talked why about this. Yeah. Why is it's co-op like really hard? bad? Right? I can't remember I, I what can't game remember we were talking was, about. Where like but... you, yeah, it's only one person progresses, right? And you get literally nothing if you're the multiplayer. Yeah, I think you. I might, I might even be, I was going to say, I think you get XP, but I might even be wrong about that. I don't, it's not great, um, from what I've seen, but it's Arcane's. So I'm willing to give them credit because four of their, four of their other games are super special to me. So, and something like that's, that's not set in stone, right? That's something you can change. Yeah. I mean, so they, we'll they already said they were trying to, um, like 
even though the game is this close to release, like I think it was like two weeks ago, or maybe like a little bit longer than that, they came out and were like, yeah, we're in the process of trying to like reverse some of our decisions to make it better for the, you know, the audience. So mm. I, I trust Arcane. Uh, like I said, uh, I bounced I mean, out definitely hard, but like the art direction and stuff was super cool. So I don't know. I looked it up. It's story progression is tied to the host player. So yeah, yeah you, you literally do not progress on any of your story progression requests or whatever. Um, playing with other people which is yeah big lame that's definitely a big lame it, it it's kind of like I, I don't know how many people are willing to i mean plenty of people are willing to play the exact same thing twice back to back right but like that's essentially what they're asking you to do is like hey if you want to play through this story but you also want to play through with your friends like you either have to like accept that you're not going to do this you're not going to get credit for it right ever and you're only ever going to play with your friend essentially or you're just going to have to do it twice, once with your friend or once by yourself, right? Like, which yeah. is kind of a big lame. Anyways, on that note, uh, we will wrap it up. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 33 of our super cool casual gaming podcast, Jetpack Swords, hosted by myself, Greg, and my friends, Packy and James. Have a good one, everybody.